Hi friends, welcome back. Thank you for being patient with me as I'm kind of transitioning and getting everything figured out. Um, I know like this week for sure, I haven't been as consistent with the Tuesdays on uh, dropping my episodes, but soon I should be able to get into a better routine and be consistent again with things like that. So thank you for being patient if you are one of my consistent listeners. Uh, so today I wanted to talk about moving, decluttering, having all the things in your home that you're like, oh my gosh, you don't even realize that you have after I have done this big move. So I officially sold my house and I am out of that house now. And the amount of things that I ended up getting rid of is insane. For perspective, I went from a three-bedroom, two-bath house down to a like small 22-foot travel camper. And yeah, so let that sit, sink in for a second. We just, I f- don't realize like how much we fill up the spaces in our houses when you think about all the cabinets and, you know, storage boxes and everything in the closets and things can stack and oh my gosh in general lately I've just been a little bit more reflective about my life and what you know what I actually need and not necessarily just being like minimalistic but uh you know I've mentioned before just things like with consumerism like we just we buy things that make us feel good in the moment or we buy things that advertising tells us or that society tells us that we need to portray a certain image or you know there's there's so many different reasons why we buy things and so one of the hardest things for me was actually thinking about how much money I spent on the items that I ended up getting rid of My friend and my mom were like, oh my gosh, so much money. I'm like, you are not helping me decide to get rid of things right now. I need you to encourage me (laughs) to not keep these things. And when I think about the amount of money that I spent, like that just just hurts me. Because again, like if you're going to resell something, you're not going to get you know the money that you put in. You're going to get very, very, very small percentage back on that. So it's very hard. And when you start thinking that, but it's like, if that's really, truly your goal is to, you know, downsize and get rid of things, then you have to be willing to move past (laughs) that, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I spent this much money on it. And what I keep telling myself too is like, moving forward, I'm not going to do that. Now, is it going to be something that I'm going to struggle with? Probably. But again, I'm not going to have the space to be able to put a lot of the things, Um, but yes moving forward I don't want to spend that much money on physical items (laughs) I think another thing that gets us that uh you know encourages us to keep things is the well I might need that someday I know that's why I keep a lot of stuff or kept a lot of stuff is because I'm like oh I might need that someday for something I might need that so you just continue to um store things that you're like oh maybe someday I'll need that or you know maybe someday I'll want to show my kids that um And with that same thing, you have the like nostalgia, the uh, emotional connection to items. That's another one that I I had a hard time with is like, oh, you know, somebody specific gave me that or it reminds me of something. Um, Another big one was the clothes. I clothes are, are probably one of the biggest things that I end up going through. So the fact that like 
I kept going through it and kept downsizing is ridiculous like the amount of clothing that I had but I have clothes like that I had saved from high school and college I was like oh maybe I'll make that into a um like a quilt like a t-shirt quilt um I had things that like I really liked that shirt or you know again it reminded me of something but it's not my size anymore but then it's like okay well maybe I'll lose weight and get into that that's another thing where you're like well maybe I'll lose the weight to get back into something um and then I had the stuff where I had finally gotten through like all the smalls and the mediums and now I have the size left that I want to be back in and you know you're still kind of on that borderline where you can wear those things or not and then it got to like you know the day or two before I had to be completely moved out of my house and I was like nope anything that does not currently fit me right now has got to go and that's the thing too the closer that you get to that move out date when you're like oh shit like <laughs> this isn't gonna happen the more you're willing to part with I have some interesting facts that I want to share with you and then I will give you some tips if you are looking to do like some spring summer cleaning or you're looking at downsizing or you're moving or anything like that. So I went to the becomingminimalist.com. There's an article on there entitled 21 surprising statistics that reveal how much stuff we actually own. It's written by Joshua Becker. I think it's a couple years old. But some of the facts, I was like, oh my goodness. So there are 300,000 items in the Amer the average American home, which sounds like a lot, but when you think about individual items, it can begin to make sense. Um, one out of every 10 Americans rent off-site storage. So if you think about, you have whatever you have in your house, and then if you have a storage unit or... Um, you know items I know for me like I had originally had boxes that were in storage at my mom's that were like old um, you know keepsakes and pictures and photo albums and things like that um, that ended up a lot of them coming back to her house which she's probably not very happy about but um, you know thinking about what also isn't at your house and that you know belongs to you as well 25% of people with two car garages don't have room to park cars inside them and 32% only have room for one vehicle. Uh, British research found that the average 10 year old owns 238 toys but plays with just 12 daily. And I could see, you know, you buy your kids stuff, family and friends buy them things, and as they get older, you start to collect them. So if you're not, you know, consistently going through them or you have multiple kids, I could see how it would be easy to end up with that many things and they have so many small parts. Oh my goodness. We have the average American woman owns 30 outfits, which seems very low to me, but the average woman, right? Um, one for every day of the month. And then in 1930, that figure was only nine. So you do see just like how that's changed and grown. Um, and the average American family spends 1700 on clothes annually. Yeah. So, and that's another thing, like being a teacher, whenever you go to new schools, you end up buying new like spirit wear. So you'll have like all the t-shirts that support all the different organizations on your campus and you do that every single year. So then you end up with a large collection as well. The average American throws away 65 pounds of clothes per year. This one's interesting. Americans spend more on shoes, jewelry, and watches than on higher education. And I think I'll stop with that one right there. So just kind of, you know, some interesting facts about how much or how much money or, you know, that we're, we're spending and putting into things. 
So downsizing. <laughs> um, so I, and it might be Marie Kondo. I think somebody told me this, um, but I, I haven't read, you know, we know the general, like, does it spark joy? But uh, they told me like, if you start to buy um, a bunch of storage bins, that that's kind of a red flag that you are going to just continue to put things away and keep them. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting because um, it does make sense. It's like the more storage, it's one thing to like do it to get organized. Those kind of storage, like organizers are different than the storage bins where you're just putting more stuff up and away or like in your attic. Uh, so there's that. If you are really serious about going through things or maybe you're moving, um, start with the things that you do have in storage like the things that you're not using consistently on a daily basis start going through the things that you haven't used in years and then really ask yourself like why am I keeping this around because if I it's not something that's adding to my daily life or something that I'm using consistently then why do I have it and I know it's not always um able to be done this way but if you know that you're moving or downsizing or just cleaning out and you have the time, set aside the time, the appropriate amount of time to do all of it. Don't just wait till like a week before. If you can start doing it, you know, slowly, you know, a couple months before, at least a month before, I would say to start going through things, it's going to help you out a lot. Um, and if you're going to have a garage sale or something, yeah, you would kind of want to start to do it a few months early. So if you can, do it in chunks and it won't be as overwhelming either. But decide, you know, what you're willing to donate, what you are willing or you're wanting to sell. And then think about what's going to go into that too. Like, are you really willing to do that? Um, you know, you have to take pictures. You might have to post it. You are going to have to interact with people. You're going to have to decide if they're legit or not. Where are you meeting? Are they coming to pick it up? Um, you know, how are they paying? There's a bunch of different things that you're going to have to deal with. There's going to be people just like in a garage sale where they're going to try and talk you down on your price. Um, same thing kind of goes for Poshmark. You, if you're listing on, on one of those type of apps, they're going to take a, a percentage, you know, for using their app to do things like that. So just kind of being realistic about how much time you want to spend and you want to give it some time because even though you might think an item's going to sell right away, it might not. Because there's a few things that I thought would go really fast that didn't. And I was kind of surprised. And so, you know, I continued to lower the price to you know, try and get rid of it. Um, like I said, so donations, if you're doing a garage sale, if you're going to list things, um, you know, honestly, if you do have things that are trash that need to go, that one kind of hurt me because I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I am contributing. There's like a whole bunch of, you know, things that, that need to go. Um, on that note, if you, aside from all the, you know, if you're moving, whatever, you need to be going through certain items a lot more more frequently than we do. Um, obviously, like your food, um, you know, going through your refrigerator, looking at expiration dates, same thing with your pantry, but a big one is your makeup. A big one is your makeup. And I know if you're not somebody that wears makeup frequently, you're like, oh, this is going to last me forever. But some of your makeup, a lot of your makeup isn't meant to last forever. And so it's starting to, you know, 
I'm like, not decompose, lose its integrity, I guess. And then you have to think about, you know, when you're going back and forth and it's touching your face and it's sitting there and all the things, you know, they all have expiration dates. And so I would be checking those things like nail polish that I've had for years and years and years. Like that's not meant to sit there forever. Um, a lot of, you know, um, a lot of health and beauty items are going to expire. That's the same thing with like your vitamins and, you know, if you have, you know, like protein powder and things where you might be like, oh, I haven't used that in a while, but I still have it. So I'm going to use it. Like you need to be looking at expiration dates for things just, you know, for your own health and safety. And that, that was another thing that just kind of helped me get rid of a lot of things that were in my bathroom with, in relation to, um, you know, makeup. Because again, we spend money on it and we don't want to get rid of it. So just think about the things that you are using and maybe like the why you chose to buy it, um, you know, and then think of its its lifespan and things like that moving forward to see if that's really realistic for you to want to spend your money on that. While you're, you know, in those months out, so that you want to kind of make piles for those things. So if you have the space to do it, which I know not everybody would, you want to kind of have those piles of the different things. So maybe, you know, you do have some space in your garage or another room or, I don't know, outside on a patio. Um, but, you know, kind of putting those into the different piles so that you can also see like how much you have of the different things and if it's realistic. Because if you have a ton of stuff that you're like, oh, I want to sell that, you might be like, oh my gosh, that's not realistic in the time frame that I have to get moved out. Another thing that would help you is if you have a friend who <laughs> is really good about like, you don't need that, have them come over and help you. Um, because <laughs> I will say God bless Alfredo and me having him in my life if y'all don't know who Alfredo is um, I've mentioned him several times on the podcast he is a former student of mine that turned into a work colleague who is one of my best friends and he has helped me a lot throughout this move and those that those last couple days man he's like he really did help me get rid of certain things or I could tell him my like why I was hesitant and then you know there was a couple things he was like yeah maybe that needs to go into storage at your mom's house and I'm like okay <laughs> good idea not sure if mom's happy about that but it's okay um, and then also when I got to my mom's house like all those boxes I said of like pictures and things like that that I just hadn't gone through I did sit here at my mom's house and go through all those and I downsized probably like a good solid two boxes I got rid of of just you know like when you have duplicates of pictures or a lot of times if you are you know 30 and above um a lot of our pictures are of things that you don't really need and what I mean by that is like we used to have like hold up hold up what you got for Christmas and you just take a picture so you're like holding up a t-shirt in front of your face like you don't need that that picture um so there's like a lot of things like that or honestly for me something that I started to get rid of because I'm like oh it's more about the experience and I and we can see so many of the things online now is um like when I would go on a trip and just taking pictures of the scenery um, you know, depending on where it was, because there might be certain things I want, but th it's pictures with no people in them. I was like, I really don't need that. Um, and that just reminded me of the other thing that uh, you can kind of try and get rid of that I used to keep. I'm really bad about keeping, well, some people might say it's good, but <laughs> keeping like paperwork and um, 
you know, like manuals that come with items and things. So the manuals, I used to be like, oh, if I need something, you know, if the, the something happens and it's under warranty, blah, blah, blah. Nowadays with the internet, <laughs> those things are available like in PDFs and they're online in the websites and you can find, you know, all the things with that. So like those are things that we can recycle and get rid of now. I'm, and I mean, I really did have like a box of just all of those kinds of things. Um, and then starting to go through some of that paperwork of like things I was like, okay, just in case I need to keep it. And it's like, okay, if it hasn't happened, you know, in the, maybe the past two years that, that there's a lot of things that you can start to shred and, and get rid of. My suggestion for if you do have things like a lot of clothes is, you know, if you have kids, maybe that you are um, contacting their school and seeing if they have um, kind of like a clothes closet or their school district, you know, where kids who need items are able to get them. I know I sent a ton of my clothes with um, Alfredo to the girls so that they could go through it because I would rather have, have people who are going to use it have it. And then the other things, I still donated a ton of clothes to um, the local women's shelter. So if you are local to like the Fort Worth area, I have said to... Um, donate to Safe Haven of Tarrant County. There is very good buys on Berry Street in Fort Worth where you can drop off those items. So if they're, um, it, 100% of the proceeds are going to benefit the people at the women's shelter um, and their families. So it's, it's very easy. You just, you literally go and you drop off your stuff. And then if you also, in addition to that, want to like hit any of the things on their immediate needs list, you can drop off there too. Um, so again, if you're local to Fort Worth, that's easy. Um, and they kind of take care of it from there. Um, so that, but you can, you know, you can go to Goodwill, thrift stores, whatever, but I would suggest if you can maybe finding um, an organization that's going to directly benefit people that you, you know, that you kind of feel a connection to um, so that you know that it's going to a good place. Thinking about like if you have old sleeping bags, I mean, certain things have to be cleaned and certain places won't take certain things, but just, you know, if you're thinking about like a homeless shelter, um, you know, are there old items that maybe they, that could be repurposed for them as well. You know what another thing is that I had a ton of other than clothes was like water bottles like different kinds of like drink containers so many just over the years and even though I downsize like now that it's in my trailer like I opened up the thing and I was like what what's the reality that I'm still going to even use the amount that I have there so I might still even continue to downsize from there but um yeah that one's that's another one that I had a lot I'm trying to think of what like the other things were that I had a lot of I mean, shoes kind of go along with the clothes. And then there's just like all like the little things I feel like that end up in your pantry. That's kind of like your, not your goodie drawer, your like, what do you call that? Your like mesh drawer, your drawer that like all the things go in that's usually in the kitchen. But like there's places in my pantry that were like that. Because um, it's just like all those little things that like people give you or that you've had or that you had to use one time. And so like a lot of that too just is taking up space that you don't really need. Hopefully you found something in this useful. Um, so update, like I said, I'm going to try to be more consistent. But once I get on the road, it's going to be just kind of figuring out because I'm in a smaller space with the dogs, which, you know, I've always had the issue with the dogs when I'm recording the podcast. So you might be hearing them a little bit more. Um, 
I am looking at potentially, you know, starting to record um, so that there's a visual with the podcast as well. So that might, you might get to see the dogs a little bit more. We're just going to have to see how it all works. So again, I appreciate your patience with all of that. Um, and it's just taking me time to get on the road too, man. I just, I don't know what it is. So I mentioned, uh, I don't think I mentioned it on the podcast, but I was talking to some of my friends that like, had I not, I maybe mentioned it on the podcast. I'm so bad about this. Sorry. Um, that like, had I not had to pay for the plumbing stuff, the equity in my house that I could paid off all my debt. And I'm like, you know what? The universe is trying to keep me humble. It still wants me to work and create and do things. So <laughs> that's where I'm at. And then, you know, the things fell into place for me. I needed to trade in my car to get one that could tow. I found a good deal on my camper. You know, you sold the house. Things went well with that. Like, so then I'm like, all right, getting ready to get on the road. I had, uh, another one of my former students her dad let me park the rv on his land for a little bit while i've figured everything out and then all of a sudden well not all of a sudden but my uh car check engine light started coming on the day after i got it and so you know i'm contacting the dealership i'm like hey you know what's the deal you know and they're like well it could be you know the gas cap or whatever because of course they checked it before you leave and i'm like okay and maybe it's like my tire pressure i had a lot of issues with that with my old car and then the light ended up going off and then it came back on and then it went off and then it came back on this week. So I went to AutoZone and I'm like, hey, can you check and see? So if you didn't know, AutoZone does a, um, will do like a free check for you where they can tell you what your check engine light is and it prints you out a little thing um, that tells you. So if you didn't know that, that's a free thing that they offer at AutoZone. Um, so then I was able to contact the dealership again and be like, hey, this is what it's saying it is. So they're like, hey, can you bring it in? So of course I bring it in. And they're like, oh, well, we actually need you to like drop it off for a day because it could be the wiring because it goes in and out or, you know, it might actually need to be replaced. But, it, you know, it was fine when you left, which I'm like, mm hmm. But of course now he's like, okay, so we need you to drop it off like next week. And I'm like, dude, I was getting ready to go on the road this weekend. So now like I've already kind of overstayed my welcome at my mom's house. You know, I'm trying to figure all that out, but I'm like, why, what, what's holding me back from getting on the road? But I have to tell myself, you know, there's some reason <laughs> that I'm here still trying to get out of Texas. It's fine. I'd rather be safe than sorry. I hope you are doing super wonderful well. Um, as always, if you are liking the content, I hope that you follow, subscribe. Um, if you ever want to rate or leave a review, I totally appreciate that. Um, and then remember that you can also follow Sassy and Sweats on Instagram or TikTok. And in case you forgot, you are a badass and I hope you have a wonderful week.